2: It's a brand new year! This week we're diving into your encounters with the paranormal. Anything out of the ordinary, any sign that you've seen or experience that you've had, we are here to talk about it. So welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, and welcome to this month's listener special, where I answer your questions, hear your evidence and delve into your paranormal encounters. Welcome to another listener special and as always we kick things off with this week's fact or fiction. Listen for the answer at the end. Madam Koi, Koi, K-O-I-K-O-I, is the ghost of a school teacher in African urban legend who haunts boarding schools after a few of her students caused her death. Is it fact or fiction? Find out at the end of the show. Let's kick things off this week with this message from our listener, Ellie, who has noticed a few things about the colour purple and the third eye chakra.
3: Hello, I'm Ellie, and I was listening to one of the Monday Mail Time episodes a few weeks ago, possibly a couple of months ago, and someone mentioned the colour purple and they weren't sure of the significance of it. And so I was told by a yoga instructor and members of my yoga class that the colour purple is very much linked to the third eye, And in one of my yoga classes, I actually kind of, I guess, accessed my third eye. Um, We'd done quite a few exercises about the third eye over a few weeks, and I'd never really had anything. Other members of the class had sort of had moments where they were like, oh, yes, I saw all these different colours, I saw this, that, the other, and I never really saw anything. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm not meant to be the one who sees the colours. But at the very end of this class, we did uh, kind of just lying down and breathing, and I ended up in this this weird state where I I was very alert rather than usually if I do the line down at the end of a yoga class I want to fall asleep I was very alert but sorry that was my dog <laughs> um and I kept seeing the this kind of color purple but it was like purple ink in black I guess it was like swirling and yeah it was really interesting I've never seen it seen or experienced anything like that before and it was it was like I really wanted to see more of it but also my eyes were closed so I couldn't open my eyes to see more of it it was this really interesting experience and then it felt like a kind of almost timeless experience but then the instructor suddenly was like and now it's the end of the session and I was like no I want to see more of the purple swirls but anyway I've not seen them since but I've not done yoga since then so uh, maybe I should go back to it thank you very much for listening to my purple
2: story Hi, Ellie. Well, I totally get where you're coming from with yoga and meditation. Uh, I, too, have been so under when I've done the meditation that it took two instructors to bring me round. It was an amazing experience and I absolutely loved it. I was off in a different realm, let me tell you. So if you can go back to yoga or try to do meditation in your home, if you can't get to the class, the colour purple is very significant. And when you see this, when you're meditating, it means that your third eye is opening and you're connecting with the spirit realm. But I figure you already know that. So if you want to go further, then meditate. Let me know how you get on. Next up, we have John's experience. He and his mother wanted a horror film night and ended up in one instead. Hello, Yvette. I've been listening to your podcast for a while and I've always been a big fan of Most Haunted for many years. Unfortunately, I was too young to attend when you did the search for evil live episodes in Liverpool, but I did stay up to watch. However, I have a story of my own that me and my mum still speak of to this day. It's a bit long-winded, but I don't mind it being shortened down if featured. Here it goes. It was around 2010 and the Paranormal Activity film series was new. I managed to convince my mum to watch one of them. After watching the film, the house felt eerie, but me and my mum laughed it off and she went to bed. I stayed downstairs on the computer in the kitchen. At the time, the extension on our house was a granny flat with its own living room, stairs, bathroom, kitchen, etc. There was one door that would get you inside that part of our house. I developed an OCD with shutting the door. If you pull the handle, you would hear a click. This would indicate to me the door was completely shut. So, on this particular night, I shut the door, clicked it and went on the computer. Within five minutes, the room went cold and I had a sense that someone was watching me and I could hear someone moving around the other side of the house. Then all of a sudden, I heard footsteps running down the stairs of the granny flat. I ran up the normal stairs of the house to my mum, screaming at her, telling her what had happened. I managed to convince her to come downstairs with me, When we got downstairs, the door I knew that was shut was wide open and the carrier bag on the handle was swinging. I then closed the door again in front of my mum and clicked the handle to show it was shut. My mum then went back to bed. Around 15 minutes later, I heard this thumping and footsteps coming from the granny flat again. I then ran up the stairs into my mum's room and said, ''Someone is definitely down there.'' My mum was telling me to pack it in, but I was literally shaking. My mum tells me to be quiet as she starts to hear something. We both heard someone walking around downstairs and in the opening of our French doors opening and shutting. This startled my mum as she sat up. We then started hearing footsteps up on our own stairs. Me and mum then believed that someone could be in the house. When the footsteps stopped, our dog at the time, a Westie, woke up and started growling at the bedroom door. Me and my mum were expecting the door to swing open, but there was only silence. As I left the lights on and it was dark in my mum's bedroom, we see a shadow underneath the door go back and forth. Once, then nothing happened and it was silence. Me and my mum waited for a few minutes before we decided not to go downstairs and go to bed with our doors locked. The next morning, my sister asked if anyone was downstairs last night as she heard a table chair moving across the our slate floor. The chair she's referring to was made out of cast iron and was very heavy. When we told my other sister what had happened, she said she always felt that there was something sitting at the end of her bed. This whole story came back to me at our Christmas dinner this year. We still have one of the chairs in the shed. I'll add a picture to show you guys. Hope you find this story interesting as it really was scary for us. Well, thanks so much, Chom, for getting in touch. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. I'm just... <laughs> I've been where you are, let me tell you, and your experience sounded like a horror film itself. I know from other people, after watching a good horror movie, it can set the senses whirring and can often make you think that you're seeing and hearing things that aren't really there. But in your case, I think your fear had opened something up in your house the combined anxious energies of both you and your mum must have been so strong and that powerful, it was enough to arouse paranormal activity. I'd love to know the history of your house or the land that it was built on, as you may have had a visitor from the past. I don't think a loved one that has passed on would have frightened you like that. Let me know though if you have any other disturbances. And by the way, that chair looks incredibly heavy and must have made one hell of a racket being dragged across the floor as I say I wasn't laughing at the beginning well it kind of was it's only because I recognize what you guys went through because as you know I've talked about this before but I'll just touch on it again briefly that's exactly what happened to me and um, it wasn't a horror movie though it was in our old house and I was really researching into the paranormal I was meditating I remember meditating and seeing all these images in my mind I was thinking oh my god my third eye chakra's is really opening. I was really getting into it. And that's when it happened. So, I think as human beings, we I don't know what we do when we suddenly get ourselves involved or become incredibly interested in the paranormal, it can unlock something within us. It can unlock our senses, our third eye, and we're suddenly opening ourselves up to another realm. And this is where we have to be careful because all of a sudden, all these spirits, good and bad, can suddenly come in and start sort of messing with your head, messing in your home, poltergeist activity and so on and so forth, which is what happened to me. And I had to get a Buddhist Buddhist priest to come in and actually bless the house and close, close the lid on the top of my head, as it were. So please be very, very careful if you start to um, research the paranormal or you're, you're watching horror movies and you're into all that kind of stuff. It really can affect you. So I always say... You know, wrap yourself in beautiful white lights before you get out of bed in the morning, do it in the morning, beautiful white light all around you and then at night time do the same thing, think of it as like a sleeping bag, you're stepping into that sleeping bag, you're zipping yourself up in this beautiful white light. And that should really, really help. So if you are digging into the paranormal, just have that in the back of your mind. Uh, Do some research as well. And please, for goodness sake, if you're going to watch a load of horror movies, (laughs) wrap yourself up in that sleeping blanket before you go to bed.
3: Loose Lips, the podcast where we give our expert, not so expert advice. Join us as we figure life out one episode at a time. Yeah, you don't want them break dancing in the middle of <laughs> spoons, do you really? A tanned ankle, no socks, boat shoes, so they have like a partially tanned foot. <laughs> so you got through it? Yeah, well, I mean, well, we're not together now. But... Oh, well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta say, I'm furious. High five yourself, boom. Whoop! Another life saved, you know? Find us
2: wherever you got this
3: podcast. Just search list Lips for weekly topics and some seriously juicy listener dilemmas.
2: Right, our listener Sam got in touch to share his uncle's experience. He begins the message with, Hi, I wanted to share this with you. It happened yesterday at my uncle's apartment. He's a private person, so has allowed me to share it on his behalf. He noticed something moving in front of the TV yesterday, so decided to start recording on his phone. So in the clip, which we'll share with you on our social media, you can see the bottom of the tv which is sitting on a a table and in the front of the tv in the middle is a can of coke suddenly it moves all on its own and slides right to uh, one side of the table so as I said have a look on our insta page it's at paranormal activity pod and let me know what you think could it have been faked possibly but I don't think so Let me know, Sam, if your uncle has any more mysterious phenomena. Also, his apartment, was it a new build or does the building have a history to it? I'd be very interested to know. Now, in the Cardiff Poltergeist episode, uh, a lovely listener uh, got in touch with me called Jay and they told me all about their encounter of seeing their old dog who had passed on and they thought they'd come to the door and the other dog was reacting and going mad uh, and so on. Uh, And she then got back in touch and said she thought she had a dream of this passed over dog. Is that possible? As you know, I've talked about this many times, but when a loved one comes to you in a dream, whether human or animal, take it, enjoy it as it's a visitation from them. Any other dream that isn't peaceful or beautiful in feeling and vision will not be a visitation. It will just be your subconscious playing out those images, you really wanting to feel, sense, hear from your loved one. So remember, when you have a visitation from a passed over loved one or animal, pet, whatever, You will know when it's a visitation because it's a feeling as well. I hope that makes sense. Next up is Phoebe who sent the following message. Hi, Yvette, Carl and the team. Absolutely love the podcast. We recently came to see you live for my 28th birthday and I loved it. Even got to meet Greg afterwards. Thanks for a great night and keep doing what you're doing. I grew up watching Most Haunted when it was on TV and I used to stay up way past my bedtime with my dad watching the live cameras. I've not had an experience apart from feeling cold spots and feeling like someone's watching me when I've visited historic sites like the York Minster, Mary King's Close in Edinburgh and the Tower of London. Anyway, sadly, my dad passed away at the age of just 52 when I was 17. He had multiple sclerosis and became quite ill over Christmas one year. I miss him very much, especially over Christmas. He was a very spiritual person, not religious, but spiritual. He believed in spirits, ghosts and the paranormal because of this I'm wondering why I've not felt anything from my dad if he could I know he'd tell me he's with me or give me some sort of sign that he's watching over me why haven't I felt anything from him you see this continues from what I was talking about earlier on she continues how do I get in touch with him just to know he's okay I'd love any advice or help from the experts thanks so much love what you do and have a lovely Christmas and that was from Phoebe uh, in Lancashire hi Phoebe oh it's lovely to hear from you sweetheart and I'm so pleased you enjoyed most haunts of the theatre show now as I've just said this is a question I do get asked a lot and remember you have to be in the right state of mind for your loved one to come through And the only advice I can give you is something my lovely, lovely, beautiful dad told me to do when he was messaging me from the other side. He said, meditate. Now, I know not everybody can do this. I find it really, really hard myself, but I often do take little nana naps in the afternoon. You've heard me say this many, many times. And this, my dad tells me, is an easiest sleep state for the spirit world to communicate with us. So Phoebe, try that and let me know how you get on. Remember, we have to put the work in too. So let's get stuck into more of your paranormal encounters. Our listener Lawrence got in touch with this story. Hi there, I'm a long time fan of the pod. I love what you do and the team do. I want to get into more exploration of my own. I've only recently become spiritual and started looking at poltergeists as I swear things get moved around my house. I was on the train and reading news articles about poltergeists and I felt myself pulled back into my seat. I've had different random things happen, but this felt clear as day like someone putting their hands on me It sent a chill down my spine. I remember other people telling me that they felt a presence sometimes pull them back from a door or a location and in some cases even seems like the spirit is warning them. Thank Thank you. Hi Lawrence. It's funny, isn't it? I do find, as I've said at the top of the show, when people start getting an urge to research the paranormal and the afterlife, they begin to start experiencing paranormal activity. And as you know, this happened to me years ago. Uh, We got poltergeist activity in my own house and I was terrified. So... Always make sure that you protect yourself by imagining that beautiful white light, and this is the strongest form of protection that you can do. Now, isn't it strange you talk about this pulling and pushing? I've seen one of our cameramen, we were on a live show, I've forgotten where we were. Um, some mega most haunted fan will probably know of the location, but it was uh, a cameraman called Jeff, and he was being dragged backwards across the floor now he was sitting down i think and he was getting a shot i might be wrong in this um but something he felt something on his belt on the back of his belt and he thought it was one of his um companions but there was nobody there and he slid i remember seeing it happen he slid with force backwards I'll never forget the look on everyone's faces when that happened. We were all terrified. It was like watching a horror movie, let me tell you. Now, if you are pushed and pulled out of danger, then that's something completely different and wonderful. But to be pulled backwards or pushed with force that's something that means harm. When I say pulled backwards, I mean yanked, something really horrible. You know the difference. Or push with force, as I say. Again, you know the difference. So, Lawrence, make sure you protect yourself. Get that white light around you and come back to me if anything else should occur. So the question was, Madam Koi is the ghost of a school teacher in African urban legend who haunts boarding schools after a few of her students caused her death. Is it fact or fiction? And the answer is fact. Madam Koi also known as Lady Koi Miss Koi Koi, Madam High Heel or Madam Moke in Ghana and Miss Kong Koko in Tanzania is a ghost in Nigerian and African urban legend who haunts dormitories, hallways and toilets in boarding schools at night, while in day school she haunts toilets and students who come to school too early or leave school late. She's often depicted wearing a pair of red heels or wearing a single heel. Must be difficult. Whenever she walks in the hallways, her shoes would make the sound, which is where the name Madame Koi comes from. Some say she used being a teacher as an excuse to inflict pain and torture whenever she pleased. Her students decided to take matters into their own hands. Legend says that one night as she left the school, the students cornered her and began to beat her mercilessly, killing her. After realizing they had murdered Madame Koi Koi, they threw her body over the school, back fence, and ran away in hopes of making witnesses think that the damage was caused by an armed robber. Well, that's it for today's show. Please get in touch with me and share your stories at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk We are on WhatsApp. You know how I love to hear your voices. I absolutely love it, you know. I press play on my phone while I'm having my breakfast in the morning and there you are with me sharing my breakfast. So don't be shy. 075-999-27537. We are on Instagram. I gave the address out earlier on, but here it is again. It's at Paranormal Activity Pod. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving me a follow and we'll be back again same time next week. But if you can't wait until then, visit www.paranormalpodcast.com pod.co.uk, where you can find options to get episodes a day early. Have a great week, stay safe, and remember, things aren't always as they seem.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands.